Hello and welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells, and we're just having another great day today. What an incredible time to be alive in the kingdom of God. I know you've been hearing me say that so much because Yahweh has been doing so much. Father, I just honor you. Come on, can we just honor him together right now in the name of Yeshua, wherever you're at throughout the world? Jesus, we glorify you. We engage you. We enter in. We step in as we take on your word today. Come on, I want you to take on his word today and the beauty of who you are inside of him the beauty of who you are inside of him. Uh, you might be, well, I'm a man, you know, I'm not beauty, I'm handsome, but I'm not talking about your natural rim. I'm not a big flirt. I am talking into your spirit being, the very essence of Elohim that was placed in you, basically not beyond placed in you. That's not even the right way to say it. It is you. It come out of the loins of the Father. It come out of the fullness of who he is. It come out of the very essence of what he is. And I remember watching a show one time, this, um, I don't know, some kind of scientist that studies the stars, right? And very intelligent man, but blind in his spiritual sight. He could tell you so much about the heavens and so much about the stars, and um, but he could not understand that we were created. He couldn't deny that something created this, this uniformity that's made throughout the universes because he was like, we're all made of the same thing, stardust. He was like, we made of stardust. I mean, come on, but someone made the stardust. He's like, you know, we're made of the same thing that is on planets out in the universes. And we know this because of Yahweh, because we know that our God. And so I was listening to him and he said that, that, you know, we're all made of that. that, that that's what we're made out of, the, not stardust. We're made out of the essence of Yahweh because it's his word that holds everything together. It's his word, not just a spoken word, the word that he is. I want you to go back to that scripture. Um, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. I'm reading from John. I'm, well, I'm quoting it, but it's from John, right? Chapter one. Um, the word was God and is God. And a little bit later on, it says in verse 14, it says, and the word became flesh. The word became flesh. So we're not talking about just like the Logos word, the written Bible, the Holy Bible of Yahweh, the Holy written word of Yahweh. Though I know that there's more than just the written Bible, because there's also other books that were written that they took out of the Bible that's just as holy. And God is still speaking through men and women today out of the same Holy Ghost, out of the same anointing, out of the same presence of what Father's saying. So Yahweh is continuously speaking, but it's beyond that. The Word is the essence of who He is, from who He is, of what He is. See? That's what we come out of. And that's what I'm celebrating in you today. I know I went a little extensive to explain that this morning, but that's what I'm celebrating and telling you that you're beautiful and that I love you and that shalom, the very shalom peace of heaven, the peace that passes all understanding, the commander in chief of shalom, of peace as a general that runs out chaos. And you say, what's chaos? Of course, you can look in the world and see chaos. You can look in families and businesses and see drama. That's not quite the chaos I'm talking about. In a more intent definition of chaos, things that are out of order. Now that sounds simple, but if you were in the heavens and a star is off by a hair, 
we burn up we destroy that's chaos and this chaos that's in the world see the word has full of shalom because it takes away chaos now atoms just don't float out there and do their own thing but because a word spoken out of yahweh not just verbally and not just out of his mouth or his thought but his being you have to understand god is the being out of his being speaks things into creation um and therefore it is he speaks into creation therefore it is did you hear what i just said he speaks it into creation therefore it is and so since it is <laughs> it is <laughs> i mean no other uh way of saying that no easier way of saying that but that's really what it is um i want to go back to something i read to y'all when we were doing a study on alaf Aleph represents the burden bearer. Uh, it also represents the ox. A lot of times when I see the four living creatures and I see the ox head, and um, they, that represents that headship, that Aleph. I look at it and I see Aleph, the burden bearer, the ox of the burden bearer. You know, I was talking with Gustav the other day. We uh, meet on a regular basis, engage Yahweh, and we we're talking about the four living creatures and how each one is the king of that beast. Of the ox of the of those type of beast of the burdened one the lion of course being the king of all the jungle uh, the eagle being the king of the air and man being the king priest of the heavens and uh, it's not a coincidence that that's how the four living creatures are represented and it's not a coincidence how it engages with the living letters and engages with the four characteristics or should i say four of the characteristics of yahweh because you could not bound yahweh into any four characteristics you might be able to bound man into four characteristics the ox the lion the eagle the man the king the priest the oracle the legislator um but even that i think is a limitation for us because we are made in the image and the likeness of our father and that's not speaking a physical looking that's speaking eternal substance eternal substance see what we're trying to get to i'm trying to talk to you about is the soul and the body and the spirit but you see we have to know all these other things you have to have the framework i'm a framework preacher uh, means i teach the framework of how the house the revelation of the glory of what yahweh is showing us in the heavens so it can come down to the earth and have an earthly effect in your life and your mind and your body and your soul and your spirit and do it and allow it to acclimate itself to you as you acclimate yourself to the heavenly kingdom see we've been acclimated to the natural realm so long we judge everything by the natural realm because that's all we know touch taste feel uh, do we have the money for something uh, do we have the strength for something do we have the time for something all these things are bound in the natural realm but we are supernatural beings and be honest with you that's even a loosey-goosey word because we use that to identify our spirit man but our spirit man is the real being it's the natural man the flesh man that is not the fullness of creation oh come on did you hear what i just said the natural man is not in the fullness state of creation see your spirit being is in the full state of creation now when we get born in the earth we come out of the full state of creation in our spirit being and then we step into the natural body and we basically take on a lesser state of creation. 
one that's bound by time, by feelings, by touch, by taste, by life, and by death. Because the spirit man is not bound by life and death, for there is no death in the spirit man. So we step into that, and that's why we got to get born again. Now, if we don't get born again, our soulish man, and even after you get born again, if you don't walk in the spirit realm, and I don't mean just walking around, reading your Bible, going Hyundai, Sunday, Coco, and having a cross. These things are important, but that's not what I mean. I'm talking about living out of the next dimension of Yahweh, living out of the higher dimension of Yahweh, living out of the dimension where Yahweh looks and sees and breathes and knows and is and was and shall ever be and you are that which is that you are that of the i am which is the i am so we are living out of that state of creation well we're in the natural being when we come into the natural being right we come in here and our spirit man sets into our body we take upon our soul our soul is of the spirit our soul does conform to the natural but it is of the spirit it will live with you forever Okay, and your body will actually become a glorified body that will be able to house the glorified spirit that being that you are and the glorified soul that you are. But in this natural realm, we're living in our natural body and we have our soulless man. Now, if we don't receive Christ, we will walk out the days of our life only having our spirit eyes darkened, moving by the soulless man. And since we're moving by the soulless man, we can only do that which is best to fulfill the flesh. And that doesn't mean sin. I mean, you will sin just because you're a human, but that doesn't mean sin. That means, hey, you're hungry, you're going to go eat. You need money, you're going to go to work. That's fulfilling the flesh. Anytime we mention flesh, the problem is the church has been the church of condemnation and has put condemnation and lesser than attitude on all that we are when Yahweh himself made us unlike unto him. He made us equal unto Yeshua and like unto him, though we are not the deity. We are kings and priests, but we're not the deity. Yeshua the Christ is the deity far and above all that we are or ask or could think. But on the same hand, we are in the likeness, meaning the very substance of Elohim Yeshua Urach Kadesh abides inside of us in our spirit being. And we come and set in this natural realm and our body. And then our body takes over and our soul takes over. Our body begins to talk to our soul. Our soul begins to talk to our body. And it will basically begin to draw out of the natural realm that which it needs for the natural. And it usually doesn't care too much about the spiritual. That's just life. I don't ever remember my soulish man saying, oh, I want to pray today. I have heard it say, I want to sleep in today. <laughs> I've never heard my uh, soulish man say, I want to just glorify the Lord. No, it tries to make me king because it knows I'm a king, but it's not identifying and recognizing me as the spirit king that I am. And that is why you have to get your spirit man and your soul and your body in the heavenly realm and in the natural realm, completely separated by the bloodline of Yeshua, Urak Kadesh, Holy Ghost, and the yod heh vah and then go into the others out of the veil and join them back together, having your body attached to your soul, your soul and body sitting under, under the umbrella, under the covering of your spirit so you can walk in the bloodlight of Yeshua and rule and reign in this life out of your spirit realm. This is a teaching that I could teach forever. I will do a part two for tomorrow. So please tune in for tomorrow. I'm actually going to be preaching it uh, today in church. And um, hopefully that will get on um, Patreon in a week or so. 
Well, once again, don't forget to tell your friends about Coffee in the Cosmos as we are growing spiritual family joined together. I love every one of you. I know I don't get to see you. Sometimes when I do Zoom, I get to see some of y'all or y'all get to see me uh, when I when you're watching my Zoom on my Patreon. I just want to say thank you so much for being part of what Yahweh's doing. I pray exponential growth in your life in the heavenly realm of who you are as a spirit being. I love you. You are so beautiful. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.